Hello, and welcome back to From Inside My Car. I'm your host, Alyssa Gomez. Hi, how are you doing? Oh, that's interesting. See, I just don't know if I should respond like, oh, that's awesome, or oh, that sucks. So, um, I hope you're doing good. I hope you're doing well. I'm not doing so well. <laughs> I have a silly little headache. It comes and goes, but really, it's there. Like, it's small, but I can feel it. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> I'm okay, but, um, and I'm also bleeding out of my orifices. My tummy hurt this morning. I got it last night, and I went, yay! Aw, you know? If you have a vagina and you have sex, like, you get it, and you're like, yay, happy birthday to me, you know? (sighs) I really need to stop. Oh my gosh. No, but, um... Since last night, my brain has felt like it's uh, going haywire or overloading, and I wanted to make a podcast episode on this topic of romantic love and trying to decenter romantic relationships from your life. So yes, wait, was that it? Decentering romantic interests. Okay, okay, I get that. Well, I wanted to talk about that because it seems to be very difficult for me. And I don't like that. But also, I feel like it's who I am. But also, I have a feeling it's not all my fault. And it might be society's. So, it's another podcast episode of Blaming It on Society. I feel like my voice is so deep. For what reason? I don't know. And I feel... I already tried starting this episode, like... 20 minutes ago, and I deleted it, and I had 25 minutes done, and I was like, I sound high. I don't know what that would sound like, because I've never been high, and I don't plan on it, and um, I don't know what people sound like high, but I feel like this is what it sounds like, because my brain is everywhere, and it feels like mush, but that's okay. Um, I posted something in late May, and this is what it said. The peace that comes from decentering romantic interests from your life and accepting that you'll either find great love or you'll just be alone. And both options are fine because the idea of settling for mediocrity is way scarier than being alone. I feel lucky to have accepted this while I'm still young and hot. (laughs) The world is my oyster. I can live any life I want. Whatever happens, happens. I'll always be happy because I love me and that's all I need. (sighs) That was a lot. I messed up a word, but that's okay. I posted that after getting out of a relationship. Like a week after, I felt better. And I was like, I'm doing good. It's good to be single. I especially felt good because the relationship was not good. It was not what I deserved as a person. And I deserved better. And that's what I will say without giving out details. But that occurred. And I had been fine, and then we tried to work on it again, and then I, like, we finalized it last week or something. I don't know. Or before that. But, um, within that time, like, right before we finalized it, I just started thinking, I deserve better. And you know what? Probably no one will ever be good enough for me, and I will probably die alone. And that's okay. Because it's, I say I have high standards, but they're really not that high. 
they're like Mr. Darcy in Pride and Prejudice with Elizabeth Bennet. And yes, that's fiction. Say what you will. I'm not expecting a Hallmark movie, okay? Because I know relationships take work. And I'm not expecting something super duper easy. Because things take work and compromise. But I am expecting respect and loyalty and honest honesty love communication literally basic things and i realized that we're lacking as people as a generation i don't know because my friend had said that somebody had told them like hey I respect you not because we're like just friends or just because I like you, but I respect you just as a person. Just because you're a human being, I respect you. Simple as that. I just respect you. And I I don't know exactly what the person I had told my friend. I was not there, but my friend told me. And I went, aw, he respects you. That's so cute. And I went, why am I awing that? Like, that should, that's the bare minimum. It's just so... Like, you could respect people, you know? But in this day and age, where is it? Where is the respect? It's not really there. I think. Oh my gosh, see, I told you guys, I sound high. I don't even know what that sounds like. But, um, going back to it, I keep having brain farts. I'm not okay. It's because my head hurts. I'm going to blame it on that. I don't do drugs. I don't. I'm not telling you not to. Well, don't. But, um, I don't. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm losing my mind. No, I'm saying, I'm saying we're manifesting. But, um, it was the respect thing and I said, oh, and I was like, that is the bare minimum. Why did I get so happy about that? <laughs> and I just thought, I'm going to die alone. I'm going to die alone. You know what? I'm okay with that because I would rather die alone than settle for mediocrity. I would rather die alone than be in a relationship and stay in a relationship where someone cheats on me or keeps giving attention to other people. You know, like the kind of attention that's just reserved for your partner. I'm talking like monogamy, you know? (sighs) And I would rather die alone than have a guy that blatantly stares at like girls' assets, you know? And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, I'd rather die alone. I would rather die in my own vomit. And I don't think that's too much to ask for, you know? Not to die in my vomit. But to just have basic respect and honesty and loyalty. And I was just thinking about how much emphasis is placed on romantic love. Because with love regarding people, there's platonic love, like between friends... There's familial love with family, and then there's romantic love with romantic partners. Or a romantic partner. Whatever floats your boat. But, um, every time in media, media always depicts the romantic love being above the other two. When in reality, they should all be equally important. Because they all are equally important. Your relationship with yourself is just as important with as your with as your relationship with your friends and with your family and with a partner if you choose to have one cuz that one you really don't need to live but media makes it look like that's always the end goal at the end of the movie 
The guy always gets the girl. The guy always saves the damsel in distress. And they end up together and they live happily ever after. And at the end of the movie, the guy gets the job and he gets the girl. And that's how you know it's a happily ever after and the movie's over. And that's always how these things end. Really, no matter what movie you're watching. In a rom-com, that's expected. You know, it's a romantic comedy. It's about love. But that idea of romantic love being the end-all, be-all is in pretty much every movie. And I'm a sucker for it. I love love. I love love so much. I've always loved love. And I've always loved the idea of being in love and being loved. And I've been boy crazy since I can remember. As long as I can remember. I used to practice my kissing when I was three, four, five years old on my mom's little Julius Caesar head statue. And I used to always have crushes on boys for as long as I can remember. Since I was in like first, second grade, I used to be like, ooh, he's cute. Ooh, he's cute. He's my new crush. Ah, he's my new crush. All throughout. And... There was never a time where I was like, just me, my own person. And I feel like there's no just Alyssa. Like, there's no just my identity. I feel like having crushes is tied into my identity. Like, loving that type of love and wanting that type of love has always been part of my identity. And I don't like that. I hate that now. And now that I've brought it to my own attention, I freaking hate it. And that's what's making my brain overload. And I think we're all obsessed with the idea of romantic love. And it probably is because media has set it up to be this wonderful thing, when in reality, it definitely can be, but it's not as perfect as media depicts it to be. You know, it's not all the honeymoon phase. It's not all sunshine and daisies. And nothing really is. But you don't get to see the rest of the love. You don't get to see the hard parts in the movie or anything. It's just the happy ending. And I'm saying that I think we're all a little bit obsessed with that is because I think one of my most listened to podcast episodes is about me having a crush. Like it's titled something about me having a crush. And I think that one had some of the most listens out of all of them. And I was like, wow, they're really obsessed with my love life. Me too. I find it entertaining because I had always seen myself as, I don't want to, I don't know how to say it. I don't want to say like the main character and like I need the happy ending or something because I, I don't know if that's it or not, but I don't know. Like I find love entertaining as well. I understand where we're coming from because we're coming from the same place, I think, but it's very annoying when romantic love is constantly depicted above platonic and familial love and self-love even like every movie about a woman being single or every show it's like she's single for most of the show for most of the show and then by the end last season like end of the last season she meets the guy the perfect guy and like because she worked on herself because she was single she's ready now for a relationship and like all of this time being single led to this instead of just letting the woman be single you know because being in a relationship is always the end goal which is so funny because 
I haven't even been that happy in my two relationships that I've had. Like, I mean, I have been happy at times in them, but a lot of the time it wasn't great, you know? Whether it was because of them or because of my own overthinking. It wasn't fun. It wasn't enjoyable. So we really (laughs) idealize those types of love. The romantic type of love. (sighs) And in those shows where the woman is single, she never just ends up single, you know? There always has to be an ending with a guy. And as you get older, I have not experienced this, but I know everyone else does by the time you hit your 20s or like middle 20s late 20s they're like so when are you getting married when are you getting married when are you having kids and I think um that's part of like the American dream or maybe just the dream in general you know like you go to school you get a job you get married you have kids maybe you're just checking off something off your checklist you know and you're like oh get married okay I need to do that then and it feels like a necessity. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. But I want to be able to see myself as a pure person with my soul identity and not have the romantic interest be a part of it. You know, because right now I don't see myself thinking that way. And that really breaks my heart. I really hate it. And I thought to myself, (laughs) like, I can provide myself everything I need. I can take myself out on dates. I could pay for myself. Like, I have the means to. I have the money to. I have the opportunity to. I could take myself out on dates easy. I could watch movies by myself, you know? I could do all of that stuff. But there's still something romanticized about... While I'm watching movies, I'm like, oh, what would it be like to watch movies with, like, a partner that I really, really love and that really, really loves me? Because that's what I've seen on TV, and I'm like, that looks so cute. Like, what would it be like to go on, like, a very nice date with blah, 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 and see how that feels? But the thing is, the only person that's guaranteed to be in your life for the rest of your life is yourself. You're going to be with yourself For the rest of your lifetime. And that should be the relationship you're working on the most. Your relationship with yourself. And then family and friends. And then romantic interest. Because also, like, family and friends can come and go. You know, family isn't always family, you know? Just because they're blood doesn't mean that they're there for you. But, like, all these people come and go. And I feel like we neglect ourselves the most. And I'm going to spend the rest of my life with myself. And I spend every second of every day with myself. And do I love myself? Of course I do. Can I take myself on can I take myself on dates and like treat myself? I do it all the time. Yes, I can. And I have those friends and I have those relationships with my family and friends and I exercise and I take care of myself and I think I'm gaining a healthy balance except with that romantic sense. Simply because I was like, I need to detach. I need to detach because I thought to myself, when was the time that I was the most happy? And I thought about it, and it's easy for me to answer. Whenever I think about it, I think back to 
last first semester of college I look back through my Instagram pictures and that's when I started feeling most myself like that picture of me with my Africa shirt shirt with my leg up and, I'm, and it said like I posted something that was like women want me fish beer me from then on I felt like myself until like November December and then I got into a relationship and you know that happened and I think that was in like I posted that picture in August or something whenever school started it was like the second day or something and my favorite time that was when I felt most myself and then my favorite time I remember the feeling so well because it gives me so much nostalgia and it felt euphoric you know like this is what I always wanted it was Halloween weekend that was my favorite Halloween I had the most fun on that Friday I went to a show with like tons of little bands with my two friends and I ran into like an old tinder date and it was so much fun and then the next day I went to a party that I almost didn't want to go to and I had so much fun and a guy kissed my cheek and I got to dance with my friend and I I had to go to the bathroom a lot and I love the environment and I love the party. I love parties now because of that one party I went to and I've been to three in total now and I should have gone more. But I, you know, being in a relationship really holds you back. But the thing for me is I never went for the guys. I never went to meet people or even make friends with the girls. I don't go for the drinks because they suck. But I went for the environment. Okay, you know what? Free drinks. I'll take it. But I went for the environment. That pure environment of a bunch of sweaty strangers dancing. And I know that sounds disgusting to some people, but for me, it's just like everyone's having fun in a room, you know? And you don't know them. You can just be yourself and you don't have to act embarrassed or trippy. And you can make friends if you want to. But you just get to dance and listen to 2000s music, pretty much. Or like just party music. And it just felt like so much fun to me. And that was my favorite time. And honestly, if I could ever relive a moment, it would be that weekend. I don't even think I did anything on Halloween, but I would relive that just for the vibes again. Just because that was so much fun. And I do miss partying, and I keep saying, I miss partying, I miss partying. And I'm like, am I chasing that high again? (laughs) Like, I can't wait for school to start so that, that those parties could start up again. And I know you must be thinking, like, that is not romantic, why are you mentioning that? Well, for starters... That time was the moment that I started to feel single, single again, you know? I had finally given up hope for somebody else after a long time, and I was like, I'm single, and I'm, like, for the first time, I feel single, and I'm so relieved and so happy that I don't have to worry about that anymore, and I just feel single, and that was such a great feeling. Maybe it was after all that time, you know? And it wasn't a sad feeling for having to give up. Because sometimes quitting is good and healthy, you know? It's the best thing. And it was the best thing in that case. And I felt single, single for like two months. And then it ended, you know? But I missed that. And then right after I got out of this relationship, I felt single, single. And then I was like, oh, wait. Probably no one's ever going to be good enough for me. And I say I have high standards, but they're not too high. It's just that people choose not to meet them, you know? It's not in their character, I guess. I don't know. Maybe people just like to cheat or just like to lie or I don't know. Anything. 
And my friend told me that I need to be more detached and I need to get some hose. And I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't think that's in my character. Like, I don't like, I don't, like talking to multiple people seems like a lot of work, even if you don't really care for them. And also, why am I talking to people if I don't care for them? Like, I understand the concept of having hoes. I really do. Um, if you do that, good, I'm off for it. But I don't think I am. But the thing is, I don't see that in my character, but I, what I do see in my character is having crushes all the time. Are you serious? I don't want that either. Fuck that. I'm not saying it's strange, but I'd, I want to feel single single again and not worry about anyone, like, in a crush way. And I don't like how having a crush is part, I've made it part of my identity. And society has helped implement that into part of my identity because Especially when I was little, I realized, even back then I knew, you know, a lot of how you act is from what you see. Either in your home or on TV, on Disney Channel, you know, like whatever it is. You, you're like a parrot when you're a kid and you copy whatever you see. And then as you grow up, especially in your teen years, you leave what you don't like and what doesn't fit you and you grow out of things and you keep what you do like. And I guess I just never grew out of that crush thing. And I know I said having a crush is lots of fun. And I don't think I have a crush right now, actually. I don't. But that idea of constantly thinking, Oh, I'm laying down right now, but what would it be like to lay down with this one person? Or like to lay down with a person in the future, you know? Oh, if I was doing that right now, like, instead of just enjoying your time right now and being in the present, I'm constantly thinking, what if I had a partner right now? What if I went to the beach with a partner? What if I did this? Instead of thinking, like, two weeks ago, I was like, huh, I want to go to the beach alone. I should do that. I should take a book and read. And now I'm like, huh, what if I went with a partner? Like, that makes me so much better, if that makes sense. You know, like, being in a relationship makes me more valuable in a way. I don't know if that's how I'm coming across, but that's how I th- I think. I don't even know. Maybe that is still my end goal, like being in that relationship. Not like a specific relationship, but being in a romantic relationship. And I don't like that. I don't want that to be my end goal. I don't want to be tethered to that idea that has been instilled by media and like the American dream and patriarchy. Like, I don't want that. Because a woman has been taught to grow up and become a wife and a mother, you know? And I'm like, do I even want that? Like, I'm this close to marrying myself, to be honest, because I can give myself everything I want. I can do that. I'm fully capable. But the thing is, I also love people so much. And I know that I want that romantic love eventually. And the thing is, right now, I say I'm not looking, I say I'm not closed to it or opposed to it, but I'm open to the idea. You know, like, I'm not out there looking for it, but I'm not closed off to the idea, but I'm open to the idea. Like, if something happens, it happens. But the thing is, for me, and I hate this, is that the minute someone gives me attention, I'm like, oh, that's it. That's it? You crush, attain. Like, no, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Why are you, why do you fold so easily? And it's not even just folding. It's just like, 
falling for that idea super quickly and I hate that. I want to be, that's the thing. That's what I want. I've reached the conclusion. I want to be open to the idea. You know, I want to be open to the idea of love and like whatever happens, happens without that attachment. I want to be detached and open and when it happens, it happens and then I'll be attached with the person, not anxiously attached, not avoidantly attached, but the healthy type of attachment, you know, the one where you still focus on yourself and your platonic love and your familial love and the romantic love. And I want to get to that point where when I'm in a relationship, that doesn't become my life and part of my identity. It just, and it doesn't become my happiness. But I am happy on my own. I'm saying I want to reach this point. I want to be, I want to reach the point where I'm happy on my own. And that romantic love just adds to that, you know? Where that platonic friendship just adds to that, where that familial love just adds to that. Because you can get love from anywhere. Not saying it's honest or true love or good love, but you can get attention anywhere. You can get love from lots of places. But I don't want that to be my main pillar of happiness. I don't want that to be my foundation. Because that's not fair to me. That's not fair to any of us. We have, we deserve to be our own pillar, our own foundation of happiness and love. You know, we deserve to give that to ourselves above anyone else. We need to build that relationship first before we could pour out to the cups of our friends and to our family and to romantic interests, possible romantic interests. And the thing is, maybe that's it. Maybe I do need to work on my... Well, I know I need to work on my confidence some more. I want to get to that point where I am confident. Obviously, everyone has bad days once in a while, but I want to be truly just neutral with myself at peace. I don't even have to love my body. I just want to be neutral. Well, actually, I like my body right now. Not gonna, like, I'm good with it. But, um, you know, I just want to reach that confidence. And there was a quote that was like, be so rooted in yourself that the presence or absence of somebody else does not affect you. And For me, I don't, you can't take it in two ways. You could take it as like, oh, so you just never want to let anyone get close to you? Or you could take it as like, oh yeah, cool. I take it as, oh yeah, cool. Because I want to be my own foundation. And my own pillar. And it reminds me of something from, um, if you've seen the new show, To All the Boys I've Loved Before, I binged in like two days. But she basically says the main character, she says that like in movies and books, And in life, you know, a girl's always pretty. A girl is always pretty. But she can't know it until a guy tells her she is. And you know what? I fucking hate that. Like, whenever guys describe girls in movies to their friends, they're like, so tell me about this girl. And they're like, oh, well, she's really beautiful, but she doesn't know it yet. And I'm like, why doesn't she know it? Why do you think she doesn't know it? Why do you like women that aren't confident? why do men want that for what reason to be more easily manipulated i don't know i think you can know you're beautiful or pretty or whatever without being arrogant if that's what they want you know like i don't want an arrogant girl being confident doesn't mean you're arrogant and i agree with what she said until all the boys i loved before 
you are beautiful and you are pretty before a guy tells you you are. You know, that's not what gives you that validation. That's not what makes you beautiful. You just are. And I think, I'm not waiting for that anymore. I know I am. But that always gives you validation. And I don't want that to turn into my validation. I don't want that to become my pillar. And by that, I add on to like the other romantic things. And go back to saying that I want to be my own pillar of happiness, you know? Because I am going to be the person I spend the rest of my life with. Just like you're going to be the person you spend the rest of your life with. And I want to just be completely okay with that. And I am okay with that. Wait, no, okay, then that's not what I do want. I want to be just Alyssa. I want my own identity. With that, the idea of being attached to this romantic relationship. With whoever it may be. But I don't want to be attached. I want to... That's what I already said what I wanted. I want to be open to the idea. I don't want to be out looking for it. And I don't want to be closed off to it. Because I'm not guarded at all. Uh, I have high standards and I'm picky. But I'm not, like, guarded. But I want to be open. And I don't want to be easily attached to the first piece of male attention I get. Or male validation I get. You know, I, I want the openness and slight detachment. And I don't mean detachment in a negative way. I just mean detach. You know, I want to feel single, single. And I want those opportunities to discover new people without getting attached to every single one. Because you know what? You're going to love lots of people in your life. You're going to meet and like lots of people in your life. Not just love. You're going to like them, you know? And you might have a great conversation with one person and it'll, it'll go great and you might never see them again. And you might go on a date with this other person. You might go on two or three and then you might never see them again. But you might have really liked them. But you can't let the absence of the, that person afterwards get you down. Obviously it might suck. You might feel sad. But you can't feel like, oh no, but we started building a foundation when you went on two dates. You can't do that. That is not fair to yourself. And I really am just talking out of my ass with everything I'm saying in this episode. But I honestly feel better. This is like journaling to me. Because I'm too lazy to write. And talking is very helpful. Even when I don't know what I'm saying. But at least I reached the conclusion that I want to be open without being attached. Like, very easily, instantly attached. And I also want to just stop visualizing, like, oh, what's this person doing right now? Oh, what's happening now? Oh, like, what would it be like if I, I laid with him right now? What would happen if we were at the beach? Like, I think it's so much fun to have crushes, but I feel like I really need to work on just, maybe meditation might help, but being present, being fully present and just appreciating my alone time. And acknowledging, I'm alone right now. I'm alone in my room. There's no one else here. And you don't need to perform and see yourself through the male gaze. Because that honestly has a lot to do with it too. I have dance parties in my room all the time. And every time I put on the music, I'm like, imagine being at a party. And imagine a hot guy looking at you. I'm like, for what? Why can't a dance party by yourself in a room just be a dance party by yourself in a room, Alyssa? Like, you should be able to enjoy that and dance as funky as you want. You should do that in public, too. But 
I'm just saying, in private, you feel more safe, you know? But I'm like, when I'm doing my homework, don't think, whoo, what if I was at a bookstore and a guy was looking at me? How would I look at him? What face would I make? Look in the mirror, Alyssa. Try out a face. You know, and that male gaze never leaves. That performance never leaves. And I hate that. I know that has been instilled because I have always felt that way since I was little. And I know that many women have felt that way because that's what we've been fed to us. You know, you're not your own person. You have to see yourself through the eyes of a guy. And that's what gives you validation. And that's what makes you special. And that's what makes you valuable as a person. And I want to completely step away from that. I'm just thinking, if you feel that way too, say amen, please. Say hallelujah. Oh, God. So, okay, what are our points for the end of this TED Talk? Oh my gosh. I'm not even on TikTok and I keep mixing it up. But what are our points for the end of this TED Talk? Alyssa wants to be more open to relationships without being easily attached. And she wants to step away from the male gaze and she wants to be more present and more okay with being alone because I'm already okay with being alone. But the minute the guy gives me attention, I'm like, ooh, what about him though? I need to learn how to recenter. Oh my gosh, I'm giving myself so many ideas to talk to my therapist. Like, like, hey, Bessie, I have new things to work on. Honestly, that's actually very good. This was a great therapy session, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys don't relate, but I feel like a lot of you would. And I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm talking out of my ass. I am. But I bet you still enjoy these thoughts. And I know they're all over the place. But I also know that that's okay. So, with that being said, I hope you have a great morning, rest of your day, night time. I hope you have a great rest of the week, life. I'm so proud of you. I love you so much. You've made it so far. Keep going. Eat something. Please drink lots of water. Take a shower. Clean your room really quickly. Get into your PJs. Do a face mask. Okay, I love you so much. Bye. Mwah.